This is The Motivation. Here we go. Count it down in three, two. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Jujitero's Coast to Coast, the podcast that talks about what's important on and off the mat. We are doing our first 40s with friends of 2023. I got Fonzo. We got Cousin Ann here. How you boys doing tonight? Doing great, man. Fucking chilling. It's Sunday night, chilling with some drinks, about to get into some awesome topics. Because I love doing 40s friends. And um, yeah, excited for this time, bro. So it's been a while since we did it. Ant, how you doing? Man, I'm doing good. Doing good. Super busy, but I'm glad to just chill this weekend and just, you know, talk with you guys, see how things are going. Been a while since I've been on, so I'm looking forward to hearing about all your guys' uh, little new nuances and stuff. And then I heard we might be even talking about some uh, UFC highlights and stuff, So, or some, uh, I should say, Dana White highlights. So looking forward to all that. <laughs> Always looking forward to talking to you guys, so. Uh, enjoying it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, hey, we got some updates from last week as well as some new topics. As you guys know, if you're a first time listener or this is your first time catching the 40s with friends, 40s with friends is something we try to do once a month where we just share crazy stories. You know, a lot of times after jujitsu, you sit down on the mats and you're unwinding, you're cooling down, you're putting your stuff in your bag, fucking around with your friends, talking smack. But sometimes every once in a while, you you know, the conversations skew a little direction and they almost tend to go every single crazy conversation. Yes or no? Yes. Some of the crazy conversations you end up having are at jujitsu, after jujitsu. And these are stories that would be not not out of the unordinary to appear on the mats at jujitsu talk. So uh, me and Fonzo got a couple things to share about. But Fonzo, we got some updates. You ready to talk about these updates, dog? Yeah, let's go ahead and kick it off. Actually, I don't even think the first story is an update. It's more something that kind of just dropped a couple, maybe within the day, the last day. And that's uh, our boy Dana White in the news again. Francis Ngannou will be released by the UFC after rejecting contract offer. And this is not making Dana happy at all. So uh, I got a link here to Dana's post. Let's listen to what he had to say. Offered Francis a deal that would have made him the highest paid heavyweight in the history of the company. More than Lesnar, more than anybody. Um, and he turned the deal down. I think Francis is in a place right now where he wants, he doesn't want to take a lot of risk. Feels like he's in a good position where he could fight lesser opponents and, and make more money. So we're going we're gonna to let him do that. We're, we're going to release him from his contract. We're going to give up our right to match. And he can go wherever he wants and do whatever he wants. We, we offered Francis a deal that would have made. So. Yeah. Dana's salty as hell, man. Salty? Cousin Ant. Yes. You know what? I mean, just from what I, from just that, uh, hearing that, I mean, I think, I don't think he's salty. I think uh, if anything, you know, I think he's uh, kind of saying like, all right, you know, you could, you could do this, you could do this, but you don't want to. So, you know, much luck wherever you go. I think that's how anybody, he would, you would treat anyone. I mean, don't you think? I don't know. I I mean, looking at some of the some of the shit that because here's the deal, like the money that was offered to to Nganu, I mean, it wasn't a small amount, right? Like it was like he's saying that it's probably the highest payday. If he's it's correct, it's 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 no money to sneeze at. It's it's a good amount of money. But I've also been like hearing some of the um, 
some of the stuff that Nganu has been saying about like his demands or whatever to keep a contract mm-hmm. or continue fighting for the UFC. And it really has nothing to do with money. Cause he said, look, the money is tempting. It's he goes, but the problem is, I guess his biggest problem is that he's, he's, he's like, look, you're treating me like, like a, uh, what was that? Like a contract contract killer. When you just no, like <laughs> when you, when you're a independent contractor, right? Like you're, you're, okay. you don't have health insurance. You don't get any of the benefits. If something happens to you, it comes out of your own pocket. You know what I mean? All that shit as an independent contractor though. He's like, I should be able to sign whatever fights I want, not just exclusive with the UFC. So it's kind of like you're in this middle ground, like where you're neither like an, an employee of the UFC nor a true independent contractor. So he's like, look, that's kind of bullshit. Like you can't have your cake and eat it too. You got to, you got to, you got to help me out here. And I think that's what he wanted the most. That's why he didn't take the contract. It's not really about the money. It's like, look, you got to start treating not just me, but all of us collectively, like all the other fighters, either be independent contractors or put us on the payroll. Let us be. Yeah, employed. you know, I, I I get that. I you know, okay, I could get that. I I didn't know that. I didn't know that part of it. You know, and I can get that. But I mean, as a contractor, I mean, I I was government contractor, so kind of something similar in the sense of, all right, uh, I'm not actually with this agency, but I do everything that this agency wants me to do. I come to work. I follow their rules. I have to follow their guidelines. I got to follow my contract's guidelines. And you know, there's certain things that they do give me. Certain things they don't give me. Certain benefits that I don't get, you know, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, at the same time, I knew that going into it, you know, and he knew all this going into signing that original contract, unless he just didn't read it. Now, if he wants to fall on his own sword, I, I don't know if that's the same, but if he wants to fall on his own sword to kind of do better for it. Well, then I'm, I commend him for that, you know, like he's sacrificing himself and the money that he could be making to try and better everyone else. But at the same time, the only reason he's not shoveling dirt anymore is because of the sh- the UFC. So he kind of, I mean, you kind of have to give and take with it. I mean, it's a contract. You should negotiate and everything. But if you're just going to straight out say no, I mean, then, I mean, that's on, that's really on him. I mean, I mean, what all, I wonder, I mean, maybe, you know, what all goes into or how much does it cost? Is it cost effective to have people on uh you know like having let's say medical coverage having all the fighters on medical coverage well they follow what guidelines if they're all in different states different countries and everything like that how can you give one fighter this kind of medical coverage but yet they're in let's say freaking nigeria and there's not even that coverage out there so how can you you know how can you make it fair amongst everyone so you know, is that the problem or, you know, I, I mean, know. those are I mean, those questions. Yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. You know what I mean? How, 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 how do you cover across all those, all those different regions? You know, yeah, it's definitely legitimate uh, concern and like, and a question to ask, but I just, you know, it doesn't seem like they're even willing to try or explore those options. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and here's the deal, like Ngannou was saying, fine, don't give me medical, but at the same time, then treat me like a true, you know, independent contractor and let me sign my own fights outside of the UFC. Like, don't make me be exclusive. You know, let me fight for, oh, for WEs. But would you do that? I mean, and let's say you owned a fight company. Let's say you owned UFC. And you knew that you had no, these talented of guys. Course right. Of course not. So, of I mean, course not. Of course not. You're absolutely I right. You know, I can't get mad at Dana for being like, oh, well, you know, I'd like to give you all this, a shitload amount of money. And, you know, do this, do that, whatever. 
But at the same time, uh, now I'm putting money in other people's pockets to own other companies. And I don't know about that. First well, of all, what, it's not even Dana's money. All right. Okay. All right. So he has no say in like, he should be, why isn't he trying to get his fighters the most? I don't even know. All right. Okay. Um, why can Connor go fight in the UFC and he can fight in boxing? And Ganu asked to fight in boxing and mm -hmm. in fight in the UFC, but that never got brought up. Okay. Right? So, so, so question, I know he question. wants, I know Dana said, like, hey, I'm going to pay you the most money that anybody in the UFC's ever made per fight. So let's look up what that is. Let's look what that is. All right. So actually, that's not the right one. Here we go. Top five highest paid athletes in UFC history for one fight. All right. For one so fight. This okay. is on sports kita. Dot com five highest payouts in UFC history. Number five, GSP versus Michael Bisbee. Remember when uh, GSP got lured out of retirement? Got mm -hmm, paid yeah. 2.5 mil. Okay. That was 2017. Number four, Brock Lesnar, 2.5 mil, 2011 versus uh, that was for UFC 200 against Mark Hunt. UFC three, Conor McGregor versus Khabib when he lost. He got paid three mil. For that fight. Number two, second highest paid payout in UFC history, Ronda Rousey versus Amanda Nunez at UFC 207. And that was for, I believe, three million as well. Yeah, three mil. And then the highest paid for one fight in the UFC, again, not surprising, Conor McGregor. He's worth it, right? Five million dollars for one fight. Is that a now, is that, now? Is that for both fighters or is that just for the no? One? That's just, just for him. Connor. That's just for Conor. Oh, Okay. Yeah, Dustin, okay. Dustin, yeah, Dustin, Dustin got, got one. So, I mean, that kind of is my question there. Like, so, and when I'm looking at this, yeah, Conor McGregor, he got, I, I get it, he got that, that money, but at the same time, he got that money for that fight because he was fighting that other fighter, and isn't that kind of what draws us to watch McGregor? Because he's going to, like Khabib, everybody wanted to watch Khabib whoop his ass, you know, so... Like you're gonna make a lot more money. You're gonna more people. So it's not just McGregor. It's also because uh, Khabib is gonna whoop that ass. So yeah. you know, like, and then who? If Dana White doesn't own the fighters, who? Who's the one that regulates the money? Like who? Like how does that work? Endeavor. Endeavor. Oh, that's the company. Yeah, I don't. They they're the ones that sign the checks. Right? And so Endeavor is not the the brothers anymore. No, the, the Fertitas exited. Oh, they left. Oh, yeah, they okay. sold the company, uh, dude. They sold the company. Oh, yeah that that happened that happened a couple years ago, so three years ago, something so, like that. So have they noticed? Like, did one company because like, whoever had it before the brothers, whoever had the UFC before them, have they noticed that the money has gone up or down depending on who owns it? Or well, I, I mean, I don't know. No, I, I mean, look, I, I think there's there's tons of money in it, dude, especially okay. now. Like, yeah, there's yeah. more there's more sponsorship. There's more, you know what I mean? There's more publicity around it. A lot more money you see now than has ever been in the history of the. So I don't think it's it's a problem with like cash inflow that the fighters aren't making that much money. They just I don't, don't think it has to anything to do with that. It's about but who, who is who is the one that doesn't want to give it? Is it Dana or is the guys that own it? Endeavor? Probably Obviously, both because it. He's not. He oh, can't yeah. sign off. Yeah, there's no way Dana can sign off on that because he's not the owner of the UFC. But okay. he can't speak for them. Obviously, okay. if he's saying something that the company doesn't agree with, they wouldn't let him continue to say that. But this okay. is uh, so. As far as I know, he's saying what the company's saying, and so okay. he's like, "Hey, this is what you're worth. 
And Ngannou's like, no, that's not. I'm worth more than that. And I'm with Ngannou. Fuck that. Dana White's like, hey, I'm going to pay you the most money you've ever made. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But at the same time, if he were to go anywhere else, he would make way more money. He would make quadruple that. Four what times. If, uh, you don't think so? Seriously, if he did one boxing match, right? Even if he's uh -huh. the shittiest boxer of all time, he can yeah. get one pro boxing fight. If Connor can get one fight against Floyd, and Ganu can get one fight against Fury or against Deontay Wilder, they're both chirping at it. They both well, want it. Well, here's the if deal. If he were to get that, that fight, if he were to get that fight, he would make more money for that one fight than he would make in his entire UFC career, even if he were to sign this new great deal that Dana so, was throwing at him that he's rejecting. So you're saying and, that the yeah. money that he would make from the one boxing fight, uh, let's say he was he did a boxing fight, the money that he would make from that would be more than if he stayed with the UFC for, let's say, another 10 years, whatever, and did multiple fights. He would make yeah, more in that one. So if he did do that, okay. So it is cost-effective for him to get out, exactly. go to the boxing, it's, yeah, and then exactly. make more money. Okay, yeah. I got well, you. I got well, you. Well, well, here's the and, deal, man. Like, how about talking this? About would you leave your, like, whatever, the job that you're applying for right now? Yes. Right? Yes. Would you, if there was another company that was like, hey, we're going to pay you five times that, and we're going to make you the fate, like, whatever, would you take that job? I'm pretty yeah. sure you might take you take it. And then if your boss is like, hey, I'm what are you doing? I'm going to pay you the I'm going to make you the most highest paid employee in our company, dog. Why are you yeah. leaving me? And then he's like, oh, you're just you're scared of hard work. You don't want to yeah. do the work that our company demands of you. So hey, I understand. All right. It's OK. Go. You don't want to work hard. You want to uh, make a lot of money. You want to have an easy life. Mm -hmm. No shit, Dana. <laughs> Why don't you fucking quit and go start your slap shit without okay. all your fucking homies' money by yourself? What is it? Okay. You're taking the easy road too, right? Why don't you yeah. start your own shit on YouTube from the ground up until you get your own station? I don't know, but yeah. But you I know mean, what I'm yeah, saying? Like, I, I, and I get, I totally agree with you. I get you. I totally agree with you. But at the same time, as a businessman, you know, I'm I'm devil's advocate here. Devil's advocate here. That's all. That's what I do. And, you know, so, I mean, at the same time, Dana's like, okay, yeah, I'm listening on this. But UFC has already created such a name that everyone wants to go. So until UFC doesn't have that, I guess, that fame of being the UFC champion or whatever, I mean, he kind of can, he kind of can do that. He kind of can. Play yeah, that card yeah. a little bit, you know. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because he can do that, though, doesn't mean it's right, and doesn't mean that it's good for the sport. Because what's going to end up happening is people are going to end up leaving, and we're not going to get the best fights. We're already not getting the best fights because he's giving the best fights to his homie. Like when True. Connor got paid five mil, he wasn't even in the top five. He shouldn't have been in the top five because he hadn't fought in who knows. I can't even remember how long, right? Yeah. But he still yeah. got paid the most. Why? Because he sells tickets, because whatever. But this is the fight game. This isn't TMZ shit. This isn't who can talk the most shit on Instagram. This is fights. Yeah. But I think I think your motivation is different than, I mean, obviously it's different. But, uh, you know, you're coming at it from the love of the, of the sport. You know, you're coming at it from the love of the sport. And I hate to say it, but I, I think Dana White, he's always come. He may have a love for the sport. 
but him and whoever's in charge of it, they might have a they their love no, is for that the motherfucker's money. gotta love of money. No, There's no yeah, love but but here's here's an and, and to and me here's yeah. the deal though. Here's the deal though. That that same the same spirit that you're talking about, like, hey, I'm coming at it from a business perspective. That's what's gonna be his uh, his downfall. downfall. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because at some yeah. point, at some point, people are gonna be like, nah, this is bullshit, and then they're gonna band together and then mm -hmm. you know find it a different way. You know what yeah. I mean? The oh, for, yeah. as a matter of fact, right now, where where and I think what's gonna happen is that Nganu's gonna sign with uh the PFL. Um, mm -hmm. he's already, he's been courted by them already. Being last courted week, by bare knuckle. Yeah. Last week sometime, like he, he was, he posted a, a social media post with like his family and his mom's is wearing a PFL shirt. Oh, oh shit. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, dude. God. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know, and this is before this whole announcement happened. So, yeah. you know, like shit is getting real. And like Frank is saying, man, like if he takes a deal and they're not exclusive, he can sign the fights he wants, man. And if he goes to take that fight with Tyson Fury, hey, I'll watch shit out of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. But I mean, so, isn't that the thing with, right with every, like most companies and stuff like that? They get too good for, you know, big for their britches, you would say. You yeah. know, is that most yeah. companies? You know, it's eventually. Yeah. You're right. I know. I agree with 100 percent with you. Like, eventually. So, and that's what, and, and that's all I'm saying. Successful. Yeah, and that's all I'm saying. Look, but right Dana, now, Dana, right Dana's now. got, but but here's the deal. But Dana's got to see the writing on the wall, and he's mm -hmm. got to fucking his board to see things a little differently, and maybe make bro, some of these concessions. You bro, know what I mean? You and the job that you guys, both you guys, and the jobs that you guys do. How many people? Actually, see the writing on the wall. Not very reality. many. Not very Not many. many. So Dana Wright's gonna get fucked up too. So yeah, same yeah. shit. You know. Yeah. Not All listening right. to fucking you know Frank's podcast and saying, "Hey, you know what? Maybe I should fucking." He should be listening. He should be listening. If you're Someone, out there, you're life better. Mm -hmm. So much better, Dana. Whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now, so now that Francis is exited, the UFC is moving forward, and this got posted up outside T-Mobile Arena. So Ooh. UFC, I don't even know what what is this UFC two eighty five, March fourth, main event. Alfonso, may all your dreams come true in twenty twenty three. Starting with this one, John Jones, Cyril Khan for the heavyweight Yee. championship, bro. I saw a post about with from uh, who's the redheaded guy from UFC, the announcer. McDonald. Paul Felder was like said something along the lines of like, "Hey, you know, his last few years at light heavyweight." John, speaking of John Jones, his last few years at light heavyweight, he was kind of effing around. He was just you know lollygagging around because he had already cleared out the division. He was kind of bored, but now he's at heavyweight and he's not just jumping up fifteen pounds. He's jumping up like forty pounds, dude. Yeah, from two hundred five to what Cyril gone. Cyril gone probably walks like at two sixty, two fifty. You know what I'm saying? So it's a big jump in weight, and he can't be messed around. And he for sure wants to make a statement. And he's been training with Henry Cejudo, dude. And Henry Cejudo is a douchebag on the internet, but he knows <laughs> how to fight, dude. And he is such a good coach. I can't wait to see what John looks like. What do you guys think? Man, I'm right there with you. I, it just, for me, like John has always been like a fighter that I personally love watching. Even though he's a fucking asshole outside of the ring, and like he's got, I mean, you, you, I, you know, 
but you know, whatever his personal life is, is separate from who he is in the ring, right? Who he is in the ring is just is just phenomenal. You you can't you can't just not be in awe by what this motherfucker does inside the ring. And I'm really excited that he's that he's moving us. I was getting kind of bored and la- like like just watching his last few fights at light heavyweight. You know what I mean? Like I tu- I tuned in, but at the same time I'm like, yeah, this is you know. By the third round, you're like, what the fuck are we? What what am I watching? What what am I doing here? Right, come on, yeah. But now that he's moved up to weight class, yeah, hey, this is a whole I'm new. All, yeah, this is this is like this to me feels like what it was like when move up the ladder before he even became champion. You know what I mean? I, I have the same yeah. feeling about that. I like so it. I'm I super like excited it. for this I'm fight. Excited. Yeah, because what you how think old, about this? How, how old is John Jones now? He's got to be like um, mid thirties, mid to late thirties. Thirties, I mean five. 35. Yeah. So you really think that he still has has it been out of the ring for so long and you know yeah. doing what he said? Yeah. You think he still has it? I think so, no man. Doubt, dog. Yeah. No doubt. The, the no way doubt. I look at it, the way I look at it, he's he's only been in a few a couple wars in his his entire career. He hasn't seen like too much damage, you know, in his career. And he's probably one of the smartest fighters in the game. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think I'd rather see adjustments like no other, man. I, yeah, I'm excited. I, I would rather see him fight. Uh, what is it, Vera? Is it Vera? Uh, oh yeah, the one he who just beat Adesanya. I'd rather see him fight those two, like those two, you know, going at. It. But Andrea. yeah, there you go. That I'd like to see them fight, you know, just because they both are like a stand-up kickboxer type fighter. But I mean, putting on all that weight, that's got to play. I mean, don't uh, Alfonso, you do a lot of kickboxing. I mean. Putting on that amount of weight to get up into, you know, to be able to do something, isn't that going to slow him down or, you know, yeah. make yeah, him yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, he, he'll definitely be slower. Like, it's just it's normal. You know what I mean? Like, you, he won't be as quick. But he, I don't think John ever really relied on his speed too much. You know what I mean? Like, what John relied a lot on, on his, um, on his uh, uh, stand-up game was more of, like, controlling the ring, Staying the distance, sneaky, getting into the clinch, doing those sneaky elbows, yeah. uh, oblique kicks. He wasn't yeah. doing a lot of like a lot of big movements, you know, or a lot of fast movements uh, either. So I yeah, think, or, yeah. right, I think his style of fighting lends itself pretty well to the heavyweight division. Heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I think you know what I think is this this uh, fight that's coming up. I think that's going to be a huge test. I mean, I really it's going to say a lot yeah. about. Oh he yeah, is, you're absolutely where, right. Where yeah, for sure. So, Especially yeah, you know excited to see John Jones. I'm always excited yeah. to see John Jones fight. Um, because you're like you were saying before, yeah, his fights are boring, but you know, but I mean at the same time, he wasn't really taking his training seriously. He mean he was not I mean, sometimes what they Doing say, cold. yeah, and then he would still go in and he would still win. So you're going against a guy who's been training his butt off, and then this guy's like, ah, whatever, I'm gonna smoke a you know a doobie and fucking you know drink or whatever. And he Hold goes on, guys, I'm going. gonna do some cocaine real quick. Right? <laughs> and, and he still wins. So, you know, it's like, all right, like you you guys need to come up to par. So here in the heavyweight, yeah, I you know, I, I'm interested to see what happens. I'm really interested yeah, to see what happens. There, there's fun. a lot less room for fucking around. And against a guy mm-hmm. like Cyril Gone, dude, like I mean, you you can't fuck around. Like, no, yeah, he'll fucking murder you. You know what I mean? Leave. Damn. Yeah. So I, you know what? And it's bittersweet because I would have loved to have seen uh, him against Ga- uh, against uh, Nganu, obviously. But 
I honestly, I think this is a better matchup, though. What do you think, Frank? I think so too, man. I think so too. Yeah, I think it's gonna yeah. be a better fight. You know, I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's gonna be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Fonzo, you ready to get into the forties with friends, bro? All right, let's get it. All right, let's go, man. Let's. What's your topic, Fonzo? My topic is the future of fucking energy, fool. Like this thing blew my fucking mind when I when I started hearing the headlines about it. I'm like. Mm -hmm. seriously i can't i couldn't believe that this was really for for real like this is something that i'm witnessing in my lifetime what did you hear all right so what i heard was a research lab here in california was finally able able to achieve fusion a fusion reaction in a confined space a controlled confined space and you're like, okay, what the fuck does that mean? Or why does it matter? Or what the fuck is even fusion, right? So fusion, as you can see by this Google search that you graciously put up, Frank, thank you, um, is is the power that is generated by fusing two small atoms together, right? Two tiny atoms. So if you look at the periodic table, there's a shitload of fucking different and, and atoms or whatever, right? So two of the smallest ones are, heli uh, are helium and hydrogen. The smallest one is hydrogen. So basically, the way fusion works is you take a small, two small atoms of helium or hydrogen, and then you shoot them at each other, and you fucking fu make them fuse. So you make them kind of just stick together. It is. So what ends up happening when these two fucking atoms fuse together is it release a shitload of fucking energy, like a ton of energy, which is awesome because, well, fucking everything that we do requires fucking electricity and energy, right? So the coolest thing about fusion is that does not produce any of the harmful radiation that other forms of nuclear power do, like fission. So like, let me just talk about fission for a second. Fission is what we usually use now, that, that system, um, in our current, like, nuclear reactors. So if, if there's a nuclear reactor in the world, it's doing fission. And fission is the opposite of fusion. Basically, instead of fusing two elements together or two atoms together, you're tearing an atom apart. So you're shooting all kinds Ooh. of fucking lasers at it and tearing it apart. And it produces a shitload of energy, too. Right? Thank you for bringing that up, Frank. So it produces a shitload of energy, too. The problem with, with fission is when you tear up an element like that, you end up getting a lot of fucking radiation, like high-energy mm -hmm. radiation, gamma rays and shit like that, which can cause you to have radiation poisoning and all kinds of differences. Like, that's, how that's the whole what happened. Is. Yeah, exactly. And then that's what happened in, in, in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, right? You get fucking nuclear bombs and shit. By the way, Fusion, the, the one that I was talking about earlier, had, like, that technology has been invented for a long-ass time. Like, mm -hmm. it's been around for a long time. The problem is that we weren't able to achieve a good way to, to, to control it until now. So, basically, what ended up happening when we tried to do uh, Fusion was it fucking blew up all the time. Mm -hmm. That's what a hydrogen bomb is. So right. a hydrogen bomb is a huge fucking bomb that releases a ton of energy, but there's no harmful radiation after it. So what we're trying to do right now 
is now that we know that it's possible to control it and not like have shit blow now it's up to engineers to minimize it or to like to like scale it down harness it to a, and, and harness it right so now that we know it's possible because before we knew it was possible just theoretically though like math and shit but yeah, now well, right but now we know it's for real like and now we all we have to do now is try to scale it in a way that we can now use it and so to power whatever it is we need to power hover which is fucking right which is fucking awesome because this and i'll tell you right now you guys are going to be the first to hear it right here on this podcast in our lifetime if we get to live to 80 80 years old dude like all three of us this is what's going to be powering our city this is it is it gonna drop my true bill though? You won't need a true bill after this, fool. <laughs> but you, all right, yeah. so, all right, two questions for you. Do you think yeah. that it's just a coincidence that this was finally done? Like this Adam thing was finally done because got UFO footage. No, not that one. Government? Oh. No, <laughs> that, could, that could contribute. I didn't think about that one, but we could add that one. Three questions but, for uh, you, Alphonse. Do you think it's a coincidence that they were finally able to do this after they, you know, we everyone's been pushing for electric vehicles and electricity, and everybody's been arguing about how we don't have the infrastructure to support all this electricity? Do you think it's a coincidence? Fuck, this fucking has Gavin Newsom's name on it. <laughs> look, I, I look, I don't know. Maybe, but who the fuck cares? Is my my answer to that? My okay. like, yeah. it does it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? What matters is that we're able to achieve it now. Now, that leads me to my second question, and I'm glad you said that. Who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares is the people that are making all the money right now. The infrastructure that's going on right now is gonna lose a lot of money. So, and there are a lot of those. People that make a lot of money off this are in charge of a lot of things. Do you think that they are going to allow something else that they have no control over now take over? Well, this is exactly what I was talking to Frank before you showed up. Check it out, Dow. So this is where you and I and Frank, all three of us, and everybody's podcast need to fucking see what's happening here and fucking invest, fool. Like this is what we gotta look at. Who 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 are the startups? I'm serious. Who are the startups? Right? Who are the people that are leading these technologies? Give them fifty bucks. Give them a hundred bucks. Give them whatever you can here and there. Right? Buy some mm-hmm. stock. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. Give them some loans. Whatever. Hey, this could be the, the that, next Tesla. This, no, not even fool. We Dude, were talking about that, like guys. way beyond. Like this is like this is getting like Frank put. What did you say earlier, <laughs> fool? This is like I what? Said, no, because first we said this is like getting in on PG&E. Like before it was started. Oh, like, no, uh-huh. dog. Okay. no, no, dog. This is like getting in on water before. Every, this is different, dude. This yeah. is just energy. This is going to be like fucking game changer, man. Yeah. Dog. Like you you have no idea how huge this is. This, is, this isn't like... Hey, we discovered like like a new brand of coal that's gonna way more. F- no, this is like this is total game changer. This is oh yeah, absolutely definitely. clean, absolutely renewable, absolutely just fucking an enormous amount of power. You have no idea how much power 
generated by just a small amount of, 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 of fusion. Compared mm-hmm. to nuclear fission, what technology do we have enough for fission? This can create five times more energy than that. So, and mm-hmm. fission is, is fucking, like, it is amazing what fission can do right now. But this yeah. can do it five times better. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, and, and no fucking, none of the bad, none of the bad shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, you know I what mean, I mean? So I would just, your, you know, I would just uh, go. On. I was gonna say to your question is who are these? Yes, of course, there's people who who are behind oh, a lot of the money. They're throwing the money around. They don't want to see this happening. But guess what? That's why we need to be uh, like aware of it. Hey, and if we become investors and we can fund the right fucking companies to to take this to the next level, we, we might be living. Power. We might be living like. It's in like twenty years, fool. So do you feel do you feel that the government should control it or the people should control it? No. Hell no. No, the people. people. Yeah. yeah. Private companies. Yeah. Good I shit, agree. Fonzo. I agree. Yeah, good shit, man. Yeah. All right, dog. You ready to get to my story? Yes. This shit's gonna fucking change. You're talking about changing the world, Fonzo. This is changing the world right now. And I'm talking about, this is like a hot topic, you know, what is AI? AI is doing all kinds of shit right now. You guys even know, if I were to ask you right now, what is AI? Because what do you think AI is? Artificial intelligence. That a, computer, do... a computer, they can, um, they can like figure out stuff before we can, like, you know, faster than we can. Perfect. Perfect. And that's pretty much what it is. But there's like levels to AI. Mm-hmm. So there's four types of AI, reactive AI, limited AI, theory of mind, and self-aware. A little more detail here. This little graphic that I'm sharing with you guys is for, it's a little dated. It's from 2017. Uh, So some of it might be old. Like there's somewhere in here that says um, this type of technology hasn't been created yet, but I think it is. Pretty sure it's already out there. So type one, purely reactive. This is like a robot that's only programmed to do one thing, like this robot only knows how to play chess. This robot only knows how to look for green things. This robot only knows how to follow black lines. Like that's all it's programmed to do. It can't do anything else with any information. That's it, plain and simple. All right. So that's like the robot playing chess type, like I was saying. Kind of like um, our old video games. Maybe, maybe. You know what I mean? Like the like the when you played against the computer or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like you said, like a bot, right? Yeah. Like uh-huh. outside of those parameters, that AI can't make a sandwich. It doesn't even know what a sandwich is. Doesn't know about weather. It doesn't know anything other than what it was programmed to do. Play that game. Look for whatever specific thing. That's it. Slap that hope. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's type three. Okay. That's, that's, wait, that's Dana White. No. Oh, Leave my friend alone. Leave my friend alone. <laughs> type two, limited memory. This is like um like a self-driving car type. Like it 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 has already pre-programmed information in its brain, database, mm. whatever you want to call it. But at the same time, you can feed it like up-to-date live info, and it can add that to what it already knows to make decisions like. Oh, I know that to get from the San Francisco Giants baseball stadium to Chinatown, I take these streets, but right now there's construction and I'm going to go this way instead. So we can make like split second decisions based off of updated information. But again, 
it's only limited to what it knows. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like ways. Yes, exactly. Kind of like that. So your car is not going to like trap you and try to kill you. It's only going to drive you around. That's all it knows how to do. Yeah. So anything outside of that, it's gone. Type three, theory of mind. This is getting like towards the future. These are like um, what we saw, like what you see in a lot of movies. Like a, what was that Will Smith movie? Was it called AI? The Will Smith movie where yeah. he had the robot? I think or, so. No, yeah. It's called, I didn't know it was called iRobot. iRobot. iRobot, oh, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like right. uh, where robots were like, hey, I can help you and come here. AI is oh. the one with like J- Haley Joel Osment and the little kid fucking. Was that other I didn't other see guy? that one because that one was super creepy. It was good. It's good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So the ending was weird, though. Robots, these types of robots can interact with you. They understand your behavior. They understand your moods, your intentions. Um, but that's basically it. Like they, they, I mean, they know what you're going through and then that's it. Right. Kind of like it says on the graphic C3PO from star Wars or what you would think is a robot, right? Type four. This is like beyond beyond. This is like what sci-fi movies have been talking about forever. Self aware. This is like the Terminator. Like, oh, you're smoking cigarettes. You shouldn't smoke cigarettes because those are bad for you. So every time I see you smoking a cigarette, I'm going to take your cigarettes. Or I'm going to stop you from smoking your cigarettes because that's bad for you. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's to that level. Ultron. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to do what's best for you because I know what's best for you. That's I'm going like, to take this city, turn it into a fucking meteorite, and kill you all because that's what's best for you. So these, these these type of robots are aware of themselves to say, I'm not just pr- I'm not just taking information in. I'm also processing it and making my own decisions because I'm I know what's I, best. I know it's best. OK, yeah. gotcha. gotcha. Right. Here's the here's here's the thing that gets me about these with self-aware AIs fool or AI robots is like, how come none of those end up have, being like some of those fucking like. Hella depressed, like all they want to do is play video games, <laughs> fucking drink beer and shit, and just fucking chill. Like, how come they don't get those robots? Like, if not every single motherfucker that's self-aware is gonna be like murderous and 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 like have all these grand aspirations, fool. Like, you're saying like once not every see robot it. wants to be the top one percent. Yeah, you, they're not overachievers. The like, the bottom. <laughs> why can't I get like a do a robot that just I likes to like smoke weed and, and talk not. shit? Yeah, that fool just uh, wants to be a comedian. Gonna, you know what I mean? Like, that's gonna be the AI that you buy at the swap me, bro. That's the one you're gonna. <laughs> fool, there's gonna be an AI working at the swap meet. You're right. Well, that's so check this out. See. Check this out, guys. Check this out. So those are the four types of AI, and it's already been affecting people. Are already starting to have complaints about this. So, um, one big story that I that I came across as I started doing a little more research on AI was the creator of Rick and Morty. Love Rick and mm. Morty. And okay. so Justin Roiland created this new video game. And I don't know why he chose to do this. Maybe it's to, I don't know if it's to cut corners, to save money. I don't know if it was to experiment. But he started to use AI in order to help him create this game. So he used this specific type of AI, and it goes by the name of Mid Journey. So I don't know what that is. That's just the name of the particular AI. And what that AI was able to do was it created a lot 
of the artwork for the video game. And it created voices for some of the characters in the game. What the fuck? Yeah. So the way that this type of AI creates art is you tell it like, hey, I want to like, I like Banksy and I like Picasso and I like uh, the way that uh, they draw Family Guy. Can you create something that looks like a Mona Lisa having the Last Supper at an In-N-Out? And it'll fucking take what you said and start like looking for shit and it'll take real pieces and it'll blend it together to create something that looks like what you're looking for. And wow. that's what he did in this game, dude. So people are pissed because, hey, you're taking jobs away from voice actors. You're taking jobs away from the artists that could have created these graphics for you. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? It, this is just another form of the Mexicans coming up, taking their job. <laughs> but what do you guys think, man? You for this or not? Man, look, I, I, I'm for it for the pure, like, just wonder of it, I guess. I mean, for lack of a better term, you know what I mean? Just because, like, hey, man, like, I, it's interesting. It's hell interesting to see how these programs fucking react and then they 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 interpret fucking our world. You know what I mean? Because it's not their world. It's our world. Like, we're giving them all these inputs and it's fucking interesting to see what they come out with. Just like that website that I... Fool, like that <laughs> shit was dope. What website? I love fucking around with shit like that. So tell about the website, Fonzo. So I got the website pulled up. So this is an example. I was telling of Frank, yeah. So I was telling Frank about this website where it's like there's this is an AI machine, and you type in whatever you want to see, what image you want. Like you can you can put whatever you want on it, and it'll create it for you in a different style, and you can pick the style down there. So. Oh, no, let's see a demonstration. So Why is there me a bunch a of women on there? Don't those are just different right styles. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pay attention to those details right now. Give okay. me a phrase. What do you... All right, close your eyes, cuz. All right. Think of a background. Okay. It can be anywhere in the world. Where are you? Montana, of course. All right, you're in Montana. All right, what are you doing in Montana? Camping. Camping. You're kind of camping, and what are you doing for in the morning? After you cook breakfast. Just relax, relaxing, sitting there by the fire, sitting by the fire. All right. So you're a Montana camping, sitting by fire, and we're going to do an, a free form. You want to try a free form on this one, Fonzo? Yeah, let's, let's do a free form. All right, free form, and we're going to do like this little landscape type, and I click create, and it's going to be like, oh, all right, I see what you're thinking. So it and takes it takes a little while to generate it, but it just goes okay. around and fucking searches for banks or the where the hell it so is it mean? then it puts it all together it's going through images and all this stuff i don't know what the fuck it's doing but it's taking those ideas and it's looking shit up and it's going to compile a picture in a little bit for us so i'll oh, go back okay. to it i'm going to go back to it right now but let me talk about ai a little bit more so okay, this okay, is okay. this is a program that i'm going to use tonight to edit this episode so I'm going to, uh, after we're done recording, I'm going to drop this whole thing and it's supposed to do everything that I do as soon as we're done. So basically, Alfonso, you know, all I'm looking for is dead spaces, places where we fuck up, places where we're like, oh, I said, and you said Naganu instead of Nganu, or you said pizza instead of pizza or whatever. And we did do-overs. We did retakes. You say mountain we, instead of mountain. Exactly. Exactly. Button instead of button. 
you said Yosemite instead of Yosemite, <laughs> right? <laughs> I use this. I use this software to create transcripts for a cartoon that I'm working on, and it's trash. It's I I could have I spent the same amount of time that I would have if I would have just done it by hand, almost basically. So okay. for that, it sucks. For editing the podcast, we'll see. So the file that I upload, whatever it gives me, I'm gonna upload it. So hey, we're okay. <laughs> I I pay for the I have a paid plan, so it's not the free shit. So uh if it does what it says it's supposed to do, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Um, and if it doesn't, we got we got a couple friends who are lawyers just saying that wise cut. <laughs> oh, good segue, dog. Just saying. You're fucking so good, dude. Uh, let me see here. Let me check on our picture. Let me see what's going on. Uh, it's still generating. Oh, I was going to say, that's not Montana camping. Where did it go? Right there. Hey, can oh, we take a Oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's Montana camping by a campfire. I don't know what's going on with this guy's face. It's pretty weird. Yeah. Like well, it's are really it's, stretched out, but. Cool. Well, it's trying to draw a face. That's the thing. Uh, so we got to give it faces, probably. So there we go. I'm gonna download this and send it to you, cuz. It's your Montana wow. camping trip. Okay. All right. <laughs> so that's how this AI thing works. It takes a couple things, and then it just. That's how the video game does it. I apparently so. Yeah. So I guess there's a bunch of like artists that are doing stuff like this, and what they do is, like I said, they take pictures of real people's art. So it's yeah. kind of. In a way, it's take it's doing two things that people are pissed off. One, it's taking someone's copyright job, right? infringement, and two, it's copyright <laughs> infringement. Yeah, because yeah. it's taking everyone's ideas and and using them to create something new. Yeah, you know mm -hmm. what I mean. So I can see how they they don't want that, you know. But yeah. like, so it's basically like a fucking high tech Dr. Drake. That's all it is. You're getting you're oh. getting warmer, dog. You're getting warmer, but Dang. like for yeah. us, you know what I mean? As like. As content creators, as people that are, have limited budgets, don't have access to a lot of stuff, this is a great way to create awesome shit. Possibly. Maybe. I'm excited about what it can do, uh, but hopefully it doesn't take people's jobs away. Hopefully we – I mean, and, and as humans, we're way smarter than this. We adapt to this. You know what I mean? Like we see this new wave come in. There's going to be people that are making money off of AI somehow, some way. So we'll figure it out. As we go, and oh, you know what I just thought. You know what, what I just thought. You should create your own website, right? That's like an AI website like that, and then just people type some. I'm listening, right? It. You go onto the website pretending you're the AI, and then just start putting shit together real quick, and then spit it back out, fool. What if that's what's happening behind this website? <laughs> just some <laughs> fucking dude. Hey, and he's like, hey, some, twenty yeah. and you're like, hey, this will just, about this will just. <laughs> This will just took what you said, went out on Google Images, typed it in, and then just shot back an image to you. That's all that happened right now. Just copied and pasted hella fast. Yeah, that's all he did. Dude, he went he went to clip art. He went to clip art on work. That's what he did. Hey, check this out though. There is at the moment a guy that is about to be represented by an AI lawyer in traffic court. Mm -mm. This is wrong. Why think? is it no, wrong? wrong I, I think because I I would never be represented by a Why? lawyer that can't wear a suit that's too big for him. 
Oh, that didn't look like his bigger he brother. Stacy Adams. He better not be oh, showing yeah. up in my face. Exactly. Dog. Exactly. Dude. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that, Lord. Uh, yeah, no, I'd like to see. You know what? If you're going to do it, go big or go home. Put that shit on a death trial thing. Put your life in the hands of that AI attorney and see how you, and I'll believe it. I'll go with that. Fuck that. Tell us about this, Frank. <laughs> what, what's going on with this dude? No, I don't. I really don't know much of the details, but it's it's just a robot. So he just knows the law to the T. So he's just going to follow. Wait, 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 wait. Like, so is it like a for real robot? Like, like a robot robot? Or is it like some dude is just going to fucking put up like a fucking Chromebook on a stand and then that's going to be his lawyer? It could be. It could be. It could be a program. Who knows? Who knows? We don't, like I said, I don't know the details. It just says robot lawyer. It's AI, right? But think about it. This robot knows the law. He doesn't know gray area. All he knows is you broke the law or you didn't break the law. Now think about how many times people have gotten bullshit, Away with shit, shit ass tickets. No, I'm, th- I'm talking about like how many times have you, people gone pulled over for a ticket that isn't, wasn't even real, right? This AI doesn't know this AI, this AI is going to be like, Hey, you're driving a fucking 1998 Kia Soul. There's no way it went to 105 on the I-5. <laughs> that's physically that's physically impossible. There's no way the laws of physics allow that. You're a fucking liar. Like if the or flip that, the guy that's being represented by the AI is like, yeah, no, I wasn't drunk. I was just fucking driving. Like, no, fool, you fucking like, you know what I mean? Whatever, like. You can't lie to a robot because all it knows is black or white. I think I think that motherfucker's gonna be a snitch. Just saying. The robot I, or the I think, yeah, you know no, what? I yeah, think the robot. Oh, for sure. Think, He's recording everything. He knows. Yeah, but you know what? I I think in in regards to you know being in law or whatever, I I think it could be a a, a blessing and a curse because at the same time there's situations where you do take emotion into it. You do take mental abilities or, you know, other outside circumstances that only a human can really process that emotion. That computer's not going to be able to do it. It's going to go black and white. And it's going to go black and white off the, the information that's inputted in input into that. So let's say, like, you know, Frank's the thing earlier, uh, the guy's driving 109 miles an hour or whatever. That was only inputted by the information on the ticket. This car going 109 miles an hour or whatever, you know, that is going to take that in. But once you take into account the situation or whatever was current, um, family members dying, uh, you know, whatever it was. Let's say, here, I'll give you an example. Um, when I was, good, I I was, when I was point, uh, in, in junior high, I got a summons for a warrant for my, uh, for not appearing in court because when I was driving, I wasn't wearing a, a, a seatbelt and I didn't have my license on me. I was freaking like, I think I was 14 at the time, something like that. And I had to go into court. If I just go based off of the information, the computer is only going to go based off what's in writing. Not the fact that, hey, I had to actually write my name multiple times and prove that wasn't even me. So how is the, how is the 
AI attorney going to be able to distinguish? Likely story, man. Seriously. You're, you're, you're going to play the shaggy defense on this motherfucker? That wasn't me. Seriously. Oh, man. man. I yeah. thought you were better than that, Ant. I thought. You know, so I, I think that this is a blessing and a curse, you know, with it. Because, you know, you are, look at, what was that movie? Uh, a Time to Kill with Samuel L. Jackson. And he smoked those dudes that, like, caught his daughter, you know, raped her, killed her, or, like, beat her and everything, left her on the side of the road. You know? That, I mean, and then he goes and kills these guys. He goes to, you know, goes on trial. If you're just going based off of law and what's typed in the facts, there's emotion that you have to take into account on that, you know, on that situation. Like, in the movie, I don't know if you guys saw it, but. How is how is the AI gonna be able to distinguish you know emotion? So I don't know. I think mean, I don't know, man. I haven't seen the movie. I have to go. I'll you have haven't to seen the movie. I watched. It. You got no, it. It's an old movie, but yeah, it's a it's a great movie. Yeah, A Time to Kill with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. All right, it's a great movie. Yeah, I'll check it out. I think all I'm saying is I don't think I would that... ever trust an AI though. Yeah, me neither. I think that it's good that it's just starting out with just traffic tickets. Right. Yeah. If it's yeah. a speeding ticket, like, hey, were you speeding or were you not? That's mm -hmm. it, right? Someone's yeah. lying. If you're fighting it in court, someone's not telling the truth. Either you were speeding, or Ooh, you weren't. You you haven't so, you haven't heard you haven't learned anything from Dave Chappelle. You plead the fifth, homie. Well, this is yeah. I'm to a lot of different problems. Speaking of oh. in office rivalries, I'm going with my boy Huaco 100 percent of the time, all the time versus traffic AI robot. <laughs> they're hot. They're both at the same firm. They both work for the same boss. Graphic uh -huh. AI is like Waco. You're so generous with your online history, browser history. We're <laughs> fucked up, dog. Graphic AI knows that Waco's bathroom routines coincide with uploads to browsers. Graphic AI is always going to the bathroom to interrupt Waco in his bathroom breaks yeah that, that fool has a faith of a snitch man i told I, you waco just get a vpn dog everyone yeah. knows your password <laughs> buffalo bills 92 <laughs> come on dog change it it's been that since 92 it's like 30 years ago <laughs> bills might not even win a super bowl if they keep playing like they did today anyways <laughs> i got my boy waco fuck traffic ai i want the people yeah yep yeah yep all right let's i agree frank Update, Bonzo. You ready for some updates? Mm. All right, let's go. It. So last week we talked about the Dana White incident. Cousin Ann, you weren't here. Uh, so let's update Cousin Ann and people that may not have heard what happened. Dana White got into a crazy altercation with his wife. On New Year's Eve, Dana White's wife slapped him. Dana White slapped her back once, twice, three times. Super bad. Let's go on. Was it, was it multiple times? Yeah, I, I saw a longer version of the video. He hit her up several uh -huh. times. Oh, okay. several times. And uh, so this is one of my favorite podcasters, Luke Thomas. And this was his take on the whole thing because the UFC just had their first event of 2023 tonight, right? Yesterday. Or last night. Yeah. And uh, yeah. they had their first press conference. So this got brought up and Dana White made a statement. And this is Luke Thomas's reaction to this statement. I thought Dana came out and said, hey, everyone defending me, like, oh, you know, she hit me first, people. Like, don't defend me. I'm not defending it. You shouldn't defend it. It's wrong no matter what. First of all, I thought that was great. Glad he spoke to the media. There's a few things I'm pretty happy about with what Dana did here. Didn't like much else, though. Like this, like saying to the point of your question, if you punish me, how does it hurt me? I'm rich. I can go do anything. 
it would hurt the UFC. It would hurt my employees. That is such a bullshit, manipulative argument. Dude, it's a billion-dollar company. It can't run effectively unless one particular person is there to make sure. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. You don't get to scale to a billion dollars in annual revenue. It can't actually be that you have scaled the business that far and that only one person can keep it afloat. Pick one. It's either one or the other. The UFC could very much run without him. The UFC could very much run without any individual one person taken out no matter what. Don't get me wrong. Hunter Campbell is valuable. He's replaceable. Bruce Buffer is replaceable. Sean Shelby is replaceable. Dana White. And by the way, they will eventually be replaced any fucking way. (laughs) They're not immortal. It definitely used to be true years and years ago, post-Ultimate Fighter, when he was really banging the drum and trying to get all these deals done. I mean, it damaged his long-term health to grow the brand. I can believe that. But now, now he has created this massive operation and it's just completely disingenuous to say they would be hurt by my absence. Maybe a little bit a little bit in the short run. That's it. Everyone at every level of every major organization is replaceable. Guess what? Jeff Bezos is replaceable at Amazon. Elon Musk has obviously done a lot for Tesla. He is not essential to be there. So that's Luke Thomas's take, man. What do you guys think? Like he's basically gone unpunished. Does he need to be punished? And if he does need to be punished, what should be done? What do you guys think? You know, I, in, I agree with what he's saying. I agree with what he's saying. But at the same time, how many situations have you guys been in in your life or anybody, any of our listeners have been in in their life where out of nowhere, because you're not being prepared, you're asked a question and you just respond. You respond naturally, whatever. And you realize, and there's a a misconnect or a disconnect from whoever's listening to you to what you're trying to say. This might even happen in your lives at home with wives or girlfriends or whatever, boyfriends, whatever you have, where you're saying something and they're like, I feel that that's what you meant by this. But you're like, no, 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 that's not what I meant by this. What if he's saying like, I was only saying in the short term. So at the same time, I don't really put a lot into what's being said without really knowing the person. You know, I don't know that relationship right now. I'm not condoning what he did. And everything. I'm not condoning what she did. I don't think you guys should be hitting each other to begin with. You know what? Should he be penalized and everything? You know, I don't, I don't, where does the workplace and personal life, where does that, you know, end? Where does, I mean, that was, that had nothing to do with you. Yeah, he represents the UFC and everything. Okay. Yeah, I get it. You have that mark on you. I don't, I don't really know, you know, he should be penalized in the UFC because of what's going on in his home. We don't know what goes on in this home. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. I, I don't know. What do you What do you think, Alfonso? Look, I mean, I, th- I think you have a responsibility. You know what I mean? Like your your fighters do. You know what I mean? Your fighters, if they if they do anything that disparages UFC, they're penalized. Same thing happens with, with other sports leagues. Like who? Like who? Who's been? Pen- I mean, look at John. Didn't John Jones like beat the shit out of his girlfriend a few times? Yeah, and he lost a lot. He, he, yeah, but he lost sponsorship. He lost, he lost a lot of the shit that he he had before. A lot of the deals that he had before. You know what I mean? Like it, it. Did did he go? Did did he get? Yeah, did he get? Did he get? Did he get get the punishment he deserved? I don't think he did. But there Mm -hmm. was some form of punishment. You know what I mean? Okay, all right. So you know, and the same thing is for for other other 
professionals, other other um, entertainment professionals. If you disparage your company, there's some sort of punishment. So why should it not be true for the head of the uh, of the organization? Is what I'm saying. I don't know what that punishment should be, you know. But what he's saying is bullshit. Like, you know, like hey, you know, I admitted it. You know, I I I I'm owning it. Like that's punishment enough. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know all that. Is. I don't. I don't. I, I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, but at, at the same time, I, I just think his statement was 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 pretty lame in that in that regard. You know, no, it's not going to hurt the fighters. It, it's not going to hurt the company. Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, that. I think, that, yeah, that I think seems it, like a cop out. Yeah, I think what he said, like, hit it on point. I think I think it may be like effective just in that. Oh shit, we don't have that person to fill in this position today. But okay. Colin, what's his name? We'll fucking, you know, yeah. step up, whatever. Frank right. Thomas hit the nail on the head. There was a time when Dana White was busting his ass. Like when me and Eddie met Dana White after the weigh-ins of UFC, like, I don't know what it was, like 56 or something shit like that. And he was talking about, hey, I'm working on getting Vanderlei Silva over here. I'm going to try to sign Fedor. That's when he was doing shit. Now... He's not doing any of that. Now he's probably just putting his name on stuff. You know, he's got nothing to do with the business. If he were to go away, the business would keep going the same way it's going. He doesn't have anything to do with the matchmaking. He doesn't have anything to do with paying the fighters. He doesn't have anything to do with grooming them or finding them, finding new talent. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. What he should have done was keep his fucking mouth shut and just disappear for a while. But he can't. Because he thinks he's bigger than the UFC. And he said it himself. There's no coming back from hitting a woman. When when fighters in the past have done this, he lets them go. So by him saying like, hey, what, what, what should happen to me if you hurt me? You're hurting everybody else. No, man, that's crap, dude. If this were to happen in any situation, if, if I, as a teacher, were to hit my wife and I get a... And, by the way, if he were, if Dana White were to do this in the United States, would he not have got arrested? Yep. So I'm pretty sure he would. Uh, yeah. To jail. If she were, if she right? would have pressed charges, yeah, if she pressed charges, yeah. Right. If she would have, yeah. So he for sure could have got charges pressed on him. If if that if I would have been Dana and my wife would have been Dana White's wife and I hit my wife after she hits me and she presses charges, I'm going to jail. And guess what? My job is going to find out. My job, my boss is going to get a call and be like, hey, Frank's fucking in jail. And he's going to be like, what? Frank, that's part of uh, the code of conduct. Sorry, bro. We got to let you go. You're out. Mm -hmm. That's what normal yeah. people go through. I know this is not a normal job, but there should be something done. I'm not part of council culture because that's bullshit. But at the same time, there's never a time where you should put your hands on a woman. In but fact, is this really cancel culture, though? The, the, I don't. I wouldn't even like throw that. In. I don't even believe this cancel. This is right or wrong. I think you're hitting it on the on the head. Like you, what your your point you mean? I I yeah, I agree, hundred percent. That that is you're very right. Yeah, you don't hit your lady, yeah, yeah. and and if that's how she is, you need to get out of that relationship, Dana, because that's mm -hmm. a toxic ass relationship, and nothing good is gonna come out of that. As a friend, as someone who cares for you, bro, I'm telling you that. If she can push you or say or do things to get you to that point, you got to walk away because yeah. you're too good of a person. As a fan, mm -hmm. we need you. You've done a lot for the sport. You've done a lot for UFC. 
Uh, I would hate for this to happen to any one of my friends, anyone I know, you know? Mm -hmm. So get the fuck out and stay out of the limelight. Uh, as far as punishment goes, that's not up to me, but there definitely needs to be something done. Um, other than that, I'm done talking about it. Fonzo, I agree. Cause anything else you want to say? I think his, his punishment should be um, uh, anger management and not like, like, like anger management, we go talk to psychologists, but anger management, the movie with Adam Sandler, because that oh, shit is fucking terrible. Oh, <laughs> man. All right. One last update. Last week, we talked about Phil Baroni, because I don't know if you know this, Phil Baroni, ex-UFC fighter. Uh, recently no, I just read this this week when he sent me the yeah. notes. I was like, what the fuck? What happened? Killed his, so, yeah, his girlfriend, and he's looking at. 50 to 75 years in prison. And word is that he is not on the good list as far as people who uh, are looking to make friends with him in prison, if that makes sense. Oh, he's not having a good oh. time. Okay. So I wouldn't imagine so. He's not going to be in the yeah, gym. Yeah. They're, they're, going nope. they're going after him. They're whooping his ass, I'm sure. Damn. Yeah. Hey, well, that's, 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 a, that's a little. Um, Interesting, just because uh, I was watching this thing on on a little while ago. Actually, after after you and I talked about this this um, this story, Frank, and did you know this dude had had ties to the the Italian uh, mob in New York? No, How yeah, he was he was. Um, let me see if I can find if I can find the um, the article that I was reading. But yeah, he he was uh, he was an enforcer for the mob. Apparently, but... I'm, I'm I'm thinking. The Gambino crime family. Wow, that's big. No. Yeah, so I'm thinking like, is is he not is he not with them anymore? That he can't buy protection. You know what I mean? Like, if he's having that hard of a time, unless that was why he he maybe left the organization to go to UFC, and that's why he doesn't have the protection because he left the organization. Uh, that is you know? damn. That is so crazy. Wow. Well, we all really know who did it though. This motherfucker right here. That dwindled. <laughs> motherfucker. All right. Who is this dude? Because when you go to Guadalajara, look for these guys. They sell them. Okay. They're called duendes. Yeah. Uh -huh. they're, they, they're like little toys. Like uh -huh. they're creepy as hell, dude. But they're supposed to be oh. good luck. They're supposed to be good luck. Yeah. Okay. Or they could be. Or they could also curse your life. So, uh, oh, I shit. Want to tread lightly. Yeah. Do I want? Yeah. Might want. Maybe. Maybe you don't get one. Maybe you don't get. Yeah. One. I'll, I'll just uh, take my chances. Yeah. So they're, they're they're like a they're like a Mexican version of gnomes, but oh, yeah, just okay. way they, cooler. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna pass on them. I pass on gnomes, and I'll pass on these guys. <laughs> well, that's a wrap for this week's episode, gentlemen. Anything you want to say to the listeners out there? Hey, I hope you guys liked the episode. I had a lot of good times, fucking talking about this and talking shit. So uh, uh, there, let us know if there's any topics. Yeah, We're let us know if there's any the topics. But it's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys, yeah. for having me out, man. I really appreciate being on the show. Uh, I know I ha didn't have a topic for this week, but uh, we we didn't have time for for this uh, for this episode. But maybe next time. It's all good. Next time, Fonzo. Anything? Any closing remarks, my man? If you guys want to hear anything sp uh, specific, let us know. We'll try to research it and put it on the show next time. Yeah, I'm gonna start saying in. I'm gonna start saying in stuff for Alfonso to research. All right, do it. No, that's not cool. <laughs> Unless it's doing on a water slide. Do it. See what happens. All right, got a couple hey, of listeners out there, I, I, I encourage you guys to check out to check out some of those AI websites. 
uh, put in that information that Frank just said, and then send all those dick pics to Ant. He'll enjoy it. <laughs> all right, everybody. <laughs> Have a fantastic week. Keep rolling and training, and we hope to hear from you soon. Peace. This is the motivation. Uh-huh.